All right, Adrian, I've hit record. Um, what did you want to talk about? Uh, K-Man, that's Canal. Um, look, I think it's interesting how, uh, how we've actually got this far in life and mm-hmm. we didn't shit the bed. I'm finding it interesting how uh, in school yeah. our results weren't the greatest. No, but, definitely you not. Know, look at you now. So what do you do now? Uh, so I work for a real estate software company. Um, okay, so the, I, I went on a complete tangent because when I got out of high school, I went to uni to study commerce and marketing, and I'm not using my degree at all. Wow. That's the truth. That's the truth yeah. right there. And and how much did you get after high school? What was the what was that special number, the special ATAR, UAI? Uh, I don't know if I should mention it because it was uh, – yeah, it was uh, 53.4. Oh, 53. It was UAI. It was called the UAI back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. University yeah, yeah. Admission Index. Index, yes. Yes. Um, yes. I actually wasn't too bad, man. I'm going to say I'm a very proud 51.4. Yeah, yeah. I got higher than you did? Yes. Shit, I thought I was the yes. lowest out of all my friends. Yeah, no, no, no. I think um, out of all of us, I think the, the guy we're, we're going to interview in the next couple of sessions, uh, Jesse, he got yeah. the lovely old... Asterix, uh, oh, 30, and damn. thank you for playing. It's a, Did he get an from his parents? Or <laughs> it's a, good, it's a go? good day. <laughs> um, no, no, his, his parents are Australian, so they're fine. Um, <laughs> so the interesting thing is, uh, isn't it interesting how I keep saying the word interesting, but it's actually interesting how the degree that we use or the degree that we go into, um, mm. we don't end up using. And what's, you know, what I find funny is when I left high school, I got rejected from every single uni. I play everywhere. <laughs> ACU, University City, University City, Western, Hogwarts, mm. whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get nothing. They were like, mm. no, 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 no. So I actually did an admission. I wrote a real sob letter to uh, the University of Notre Dame. And then that's mm. when I was like, can I have, apply? And then they gave me the option of like a... At UTS, they call it Pathways, but oh, yep, um, yep, yep. I actually got, it was, it was called the, the Tertiary Enabling Program, which Tertiary was... Tertiary Enabling. <laughs> so so you were disabled for a little while. And you <laughs> so, <laughs> so pretty much, they had to enable you to go into yeah. tertiary education. Okay. And in this course, um, they were, there were seven courses, and you had to get a distinction level in each of these courses. Oh. And... Um, what I did was I actually didn't even reach distinction level because, you know, six months, they give you six months to do it. And I was doing whatever the fuck I wanted, man. I did not give a fuck. And the things I killed was maths, but didn't take any notice of it. Did not take any notice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then after that, uh, I went into, I tried to get into teaching and they said, your results are still low from the tertiary enabling program. So I did um, a year and a half of arts just to get into education to try and get my units up. So I was doing like, counseling units and shout out to counseling if anyone wants to do counseling the key yeah. is just ask how are you feeling and i was i just got through i got a credit for that okay um but then i couldn't figure out like because i wanted to go into teaching i needed to find a subject so i tried a couple um i tried religion first and i did introduction to the new testament that was the worst decision ever do introduction not. so you studied the new testament yes bro okay yeah bro, bro. that was terrible <laughs> That was by sister Moira de Bono. My yeah. fir- the, her first question was, she was in the, theater, the lecture theater, and she was like, how was the world created? And I was said, all right, here, Big Bang Theory. And she was like, yes, Ooh. Adrian, that is a theory. Great work. And I was like, <laughs> what? And she said, God created the world in seven days. And I said, this is not going to go well for me. Choose uh, your audience, Adrian. Bruh. <laughs> and you know what? It is a Catholic uni, so we have to abide by the Catholic sort of sort of ethics and ethos. Um, so then I thought, you know, this isn't for me, um, and I struggled, man. Struggled my first year. I was, how was your first year at uni? Did you did you love it? Me? Yeah. Well, there's no one um, else here. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you, I thought it was like a question to yourself. And, okay. Um, well, no. Robert well. Williams. Um, well, what happened with me was I went to ACU the first year. You started, cause I was like yeah. The, yeah, because that was the only uni I could get into. Um, you poor bastard. I, uh, well, what I did was I didn't really do any of the social stuff. I just went to my lectures. I fell asleep in most of them. Hmm. I stopped going to lectures and just went to tutes. Um, I passed and everything, and then I transferred to Macquarie Uni. In Epping? 
Yep, yeah. correct, correct, yeah. Um, in, in regards to uni, did I enjoy it? No, like I, but really? I didn't really, I didn't enjoy it, no. I didn't, yeah. I didn't do what you did. You, you went there even if you didn't have classes, you weirdo. No, I didn't. I just, Yes, you did. No, you were that guy that just made friends with everybody. Yeah, I know exactly. You went there, I know you exactly went there just for lunch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't that guy. I just travel from banks down 50 <laughs> minutes to have lunch with these people. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. I didn't do and that. The, I, didn't I know do people that. like that as well, and they loved it. They just loved to be there. Yeah, Whereas me, no, no. I drove. I exactly that's my two and drove back. Yeah. Well, look, I was um I was actually lucky because uh, at Notre Dame, the, probably the number one thing that they do is they have their tutorials and their lectures and everything is small. So their, mm. their lectures are like big, like 100, maybe maybe 50, 60 people, 100 right. max. Yeah. But their tutorials are like 13, 12, max 20. Yeah. And it yeah. was so good, man. You had no choice but to talk to the person next to you, to mm. work with people. And it was, it was great because the, it sort of became a social life. And Notre Dame is good because the there was a lot of women. And... Okay, yeah. You know, it makes life easier when you're able to talk to people, and and it, and I, I am a social being. I didn't fucking go there for lunch, but get the fuck out of here. But no, I, no, <laughs> you did though. You had so yeah. many stories from you. It was me. Yeah. I didn't have a single story. Yeah, yeah. But um, the thing was, like, my subjects required that. So what I ended up doing was, I actually thought I was going to be a film and drama teacher. Mm. So I did theater and film. Right. So I did a lot of script writing courses or theater theater courses and they were had group elements in there and I had to get used to people and I had to talk to them and I had to I had to perform so you, I had to be vulnerable with people and I had to that was a big big part of the journey and then after a year and a half of arts um I didn't say arts I said arts <laughs> I got accepted into education they f- like I kept applying and they were like you're not good enough you're not good enough you're not good enough and then after that you're like ah oh, I'm finally in teaching and I'm mm. two years behind the cohort that started yeah. So I had to try and do summer units and all that to catch up. But my degree ended up going for four and a half years, but I couldn't graduate until the fifth year. It just okay. it just is what it what is what it yeah. was. Um, but yeah, I studied. I actually did a maths course just to get my um, my results up. And the guy, the lecturer, Frank Moisiatis, Moisiatis, um, when I when I did the course, he's like, Adrian, you got a you got a high distinction. You should do maths. And I was like. Nah, I shouldn't fuck that sounds stupid, man. We need math teachers. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know anything. Man. And he's like, you should think about it, you know. I do opera myself. I've been performing in high school. I was like, oh and then now I'm a fucking math teacher. I don't know. I listened to I, him and he was a man like now, like, you know, in maths, yeah, th- with people there's a certain arrogance. Mm. Like it sometimes like I know more than you, so I'm better than you, which mm. is in a lot of a lot of uh a lot of departments, but this guy never took anything like that. And the way he taught was so relaxed and chill. It was, it was amazing. And uh, yeah, he was an inspiration, but he did, he did pass away. So the one person that could actually say that I'm not a real teacher, yeah, he's passed now. So Mm. I'm in it, I'm in it for life now. So are you teaching like the advanced maths or like general? Yeah. So I, I I've taught every single stream except uh, the extension courses. Um, and with, with the advanced courses, it's hard because you sort of got to submit yourself because I'm a first, if, if, if you're a first time teacher teaching advanced, you don't know as much as that teacher that taught, taught it twice or three years or four years or five years. So you sort of have to realize that you're not going to be as good until you get a couple of them under your belt. Just one of those things. Yeah. Are you, uh, so when you graduated, did you go straight into marketing? Yes. Uh, well, I had this uh, job because as... you, you graduated in twenty thirteen. I think <laughs> such a long time ago. Oh my god! Um, take yeah, out, let's was take around. out the old degree. Where's the old yeah. transcript? Actually, it's framed on my wall right in front of me. <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't have a date though. So Actually, I got mine behind me now that we talk about it. Oh wait, no, no, September twenty fourteen. But that's because it was actually I could have started working like a year prior to that, but I spent like another year studying screenwriting after so yeah. yeah like so what happened was i got this job at um i don't want to name the company because i hate the people that i work for <laughs> but <laughs> so i got a marketing degree and basically the job was just scrolling through twitter and um just like putting up posts and retweeting stuff it's just a guy that was getting terrible. off on like retweets and likes basically and so terrible. i had yeah 
And um, and then eventually it got to a point where he started be making me do other chores like cleaning the fridge and stuff. So then that job didn't work out. Like I got out of there and clean yeah. the fridge. Yeah, like he just didn't have enough work for me. Like he didn't because he's uh he's one of the company's partners. His dad was an experienced copywriter, so then he just started making him write the stuff and didn't give me the opportunity to write. Wow. So then what are you talking about copyright? What do you mean? What's that? Copywriting is basically uh um advertising material. Okay. Yeah, it's just like uh coming up with slogans and actual the blog posts and stuff like that. Okay. So so like is there a brand that you can tell us? Like like give us give us an example. So uh so basically like for example, Tesla. Okay. Yeah. So they used to uh they hired this company to do some uh, promotions yeah. like uh, in shopping malls and things. And so if there was any pamphlets or stuff or flyers or anything on the internet, they'd have to, you know, bring Tesla into to write about, he'd come up with the material. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That sounds, sounds super interesting, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, give me Matt's idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was okay, but then like he just kind of pulled work away from me and gave it to this guy because it was experienced. So then he gave me these other chores, which I just didn't really yeah, wasn't yeah. really what I was. Into, so, so so you finally finish your degree. You're so mm. like ready to start the workforce, and then that's what you come up with. That's the, yeah. So that's what put me off marketing, and then after that, what I did was. Um, that's so weird that I, you say that, man. Because when I uh, when I worked at the races. I used to work yeah. for the bartenders um, at the race courses and I did Rose Hill. In Rose Hill, and I'm happy to call them out, I used to work in the private suites. And right. shout out to anyone who's ever gone to the private suites, spending eight grand on drinks and packages and food, whatever. But I used to do, there was one, one suite that I'll never forget. It was the sports bet marketing team. Yep. Bro, they did okay for themselves. They were so amazing. I was like, bro, this is what Canal does, man. He drinks at these race courses. <laughs> and they were they were so nice. And the best thing about working for sports bet at the race yeah. course is that you get money to bet on the races. Yeah. It's company okay. money. And they yeah, want but, you to be a part of it. But it also depends on the kind of people you're working for. So I worked for this guy who was the sole owner. But then he would micromanage every single person that was in his team. Okay. So what, like and just be on their back? and Yeah, on yeah, our back. Yeah, yeah. And like he wanted to be CC'd on every single email that went around Bro. in the office. Power like, yeah, so exactly. Bro. So it was It was just, I was like, oh, I was depressed like from working this job. I dreaded it. Yeah. Um, so then what happened was after that, like I had another job where it was basically just retweeting. We just had like this program, I forgot what it was called, but it was just every time we got an alert about a specific hashtag, we'll, we'd have to like look into it and then retweet something similar to it. It was, it was odd. It was just social marketing. It was just, um, social marketing is very, just getting off on likes and retweets. That's all it that's is. Terrible. It's just trying to get on the trending list. Just a cloud, a cloud driven profession. Yeah, it was, it, it's not exactly what I got into it for. Yeah, and you got um, to save lives. <laughs> but just to, just to have like a creative outlet basically that's what yeah, it was course, and it yeah, wasn't yeah. that and, and obviously um, dance was never a thing for you so no I've, no definitely not <laughs> definitely not so then what happened was i took some time and just got a uh, casual job at bunnings and then that went for like a year but how was bunnings and shout out bunnings bunnings that was actually a good time man like i met a lot of people that i keep in touch with till yeah, today yeah, yeah. um can we just talk shit about bunnings which one do you reckon is the worst one you've been to let's fuck. um well auburn because that closed down Shout out, Owen. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, the manager there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bro, I went to the Bankstown one recently. There yeah. was no fucking lights in the house. <laughs> it was like I was walking through a dark alleyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what it's good <laughs> size. Yeah. Terrible. In summer, it gets really hot. They, they have these um, heat extractors and they do shit all. Yeah. So, yeah. like on a 40 degree day, it feels like 50 degrees. Yeah. There was this one shift that I had. I drank seven bottles of water and I peed zero times. Wow. That's how hot it was. Yeah. Always love. I, I love Bunnings. I love everything about it. I love it to the point where if you wear a red shirt in Bunnings, you fuck the job because someone's gonna come up to you and ask you for something. <laughs> like, mm, yeah, yeah. People are looking at you like, "Can you help us?" Like, bro, I don't yeah. work here. I just, you just wore a red shirt. I made a mistake. Exactly. And when it's your break time, you just 
bolt outside <laughs> so no one t- ask you a question. That's what happens. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Hey, it's one of the one of the very few um, retail places you go to where you're fucking expected to know where everything is in each aisle. Like a, it's not. It's not. It's not like you study it. You just get to know it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I I started working in the tool shop not knowing anything about tools, but it was just the guy that I used to work with there. Every time a customer would ask me a question, I just go ask him. And then I just learned from there. <laughs> you just learned by yeah, because there'll be a guy that would come and eventually ask that same question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'd know it from memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's a what's a what's a weird thing you got asked that you didn't know? Like a like, and then you were like, "What is that? What that's for?" Or like, "That's what that's called?" Because um, I remember um, when I got my driveway done. Yeah. The I was talking to my father-in-law, and I was like, "The the concreter asked for chairs," and I was like. I don't know, what's a chair? And he's and he's like, a chair? Like a like go to Bunnings, you get a chair. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, he wants concreting chairs. So the concreting chairs are what the Rio sits on. And I know I'm boring everyone half to sleep. But you can't just throw the Rio, which is that steel cage looking thing, on the ground. You gotta have something above it. And okay, that, like a little stand for it. Yeah, yeah, like a concrete, like a concrete okay. stand. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. what a chair is. So I didn't know what that was yeah, either. Well, you're welcome. Chairs. Yeah. yeah. That, that would have been in like the trade section. So like, oh fuck! All right, yeah. so stop. You me. know where the cars All drive right, through inside? Out. Yeah, the shout train out, section. Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what about canal flexing on us? <laughs> Bunnings no, flex. But, but career-wise, it is a dangerous job to have because what happened was, I, I had a marketing job, then I worked at Bunnings to just like make some money in the meantime while I find another job. But the pays pays okay enough where you're comfortable, yeah, and you kind of lose motivation to find another job. Yes, yes, yes. And I know a lot of people that have got stuck there as well. Yeah. That they were like studying something and then they just got comfortable and just didn't yeah, have the yeah. motivation of, you know, uh, explore these other options. It's uh, it's interesting, man. I remember I read something in the paper. There was a teacher that yeah. dropped out of uni because she, she would rather deal with the shifts at Bunnings. Yeah, because the pay can even be better. Then for teaching. Bro, that's so dangerous. It's so dangerous yeah. that a retail can look more attractive than, you know, the future of our fucking society. Exactly. That's Especially dangerous. if you're on a casual, um, if you're a casual employee like I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. pay was really good. Yeah. It's, it's sad how, um, you know, this pandemic has shown that if you're casual, you're fucked. Like you have not built that sustainability and you need to think about it because you need that sick pay. You need them... You need those allowances that you can get from full-time work, and I know you get less, but mm. I think it's I think it's just a, it's something safer. And I always try and get teachers into it. But the casual, so it's so attractive, five hundred bucks a day, and you don't got to do any marking, you don't got to do any of that shit, and it looks so good. But you get treated yeah. like absolute dirt, absolutely. Yes, dirt. like with Bunnings, I was casual, but I was still getting five days a week, like forty hours a week. Yeah. Got the casual rate, and they kept me on that for like a year and a half. And then even there was a time when my grandpa passed away, and they even paid me then, even though it was casual. Like that's how good they were to me. Wow! So yeah. shout out to them, Bunnings Greenacre. Shout yeah, out they, Bunny. they looked after me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. good um, and then, then after that, um, I had a conversation with my uncle, and he's like, "You know what? You're good at talking to people. Um, you study marketing. Why don't you get into real estate?" And I was like, eh. "Sure." So then I did this course. It took me three days. I love, I love how it's just like such an innocuous conversation. It's not like a fucking <laughs> light bulb. like, oh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, yeah no, I just, I just said, sure. Like, and that's our career for the rest of us. Yeah. What else have I got going? Yeah. So um, this course took three days and then I had to apply for my regist- uh, um, certificate of registration. And then I got a job at Lang and Simmons at Wentworthville. Hang on, so that, that three days was it hard? Or was it like what's a house? No, or what's no, a it was like a, we had uh, like open. Okay, so it started off with just an introduction to real estate, and yeah. then it went to um, property management training, and then sales training. And you didn't need any pre any pre no. education or nothing. No, nothing. You just walk nothing. off the street in real estate. No. Shout out real estate. Yeah. So then you get um. So then you're qualified. You apply for your certificate of registration, and then you can apply for a job at a real estate agency. Wow. So. I worked at Lang and Simmons in Wentworthville, was there for three years yeah. and did property management and sales. And then after that, I moved on to this real estate software company. So I'm no longer selling or in property management. I'm just working for this cloud-based so, program. So how did you move from that though? Like that, that seemed like a good enough profession, didn't it? 
So how did you move into IT? Because you were you were doing was it renting? You were looking at leasing. No, no. So I was in property management. Then yeah. after that, I was in sales for a year. Yeah. But it was just a lifestyle in sales. It was like um, the principal. He was he was kind of motivating me and pushing me to have real estate be the center of my life. Like everything revolves yes. around real estate. Yes. It's like, if it's, for example, if you have a Facebook profile, you're not Adrian Olfej on your Facebook profile, you're Adrian Olfej real estate agent. Fuck yeah. Like everywhere you go, you have to be real my estate agent. My hair matches my picture. <laughs> like everything about, you have to be real estate agent. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you go to a party, you introduce estate. yourself as a real estate agent. Yeah. So, and I was just, that didn't appeal to me at all. Yeah. And I didn't want to take calls at 9 p.m., 10 p.m. brutal. Like having a second phone buzzing, you know, yeah. all the time. Obviously, because your just, first phone's with drugs and shit. <laughs> the burner phone. <laughs> no, no. So, uh, yeah, no, it just it didn't really appeal to me, that lifestyle. So, now I'm just happy with a nine to five, man. And they, and how did you get into that? Did you get headhunted or? No, no. So I knew, I know, well, the manager at where I work now, he actually worked at the real estate agent agency that I was working okay. at. Yeah. So um, I managed to get in contact with him. Um, they had an opening and he hired me. Yeah. Now, yeah. I think it's time to talk about, so we automatically assume that these real estate agents have got it going with their, <laughs> with their, their resources, their departments. What fucking dumb question? As as an IT department, do yeah. you get hit up with some dumb questions? Oh, um, absolutely, absolutely. Some some doozies that you're like, fuck. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, to the point where it's not even real estate questions. They're like, how do I save a photo? And then you literally on the phone with them for ten minutes, saying like, right click and save image as. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. And yeah. what about what about because you're IT? Automatically, people seem that they're beneath you, so they have to abuse you. Is that a thing? That's a thing, yeah. I yeah. think that applies everywhere though. It's not just us, it's pretty much any support team in any. Yeah, um, but surely industry. there's some men and women out there that think that they're entitled to talk to you in a certain way. Oh, but the thing is, um, most of the team that I'm with, um, they had experience in real estate and they've dealt with these kind of people already. Okay, cool. So. Um, when it comes to having that conversation with them, we're, we're pretty firm already. You know, we're not pushovers. Yeah. If people are being mean, we'll call them out on it. But what will you say? Like, let's, for, for example, I just call up and I'm like, hey, uh, you're, you haven't done this right. Like, you guys are fucked. What's going on here? Like, I've been waiting okay. this whole time. What do you say? Well, that's happened before. Yeah. And then I've called them up and I said, look, I was expecting to have a respectful conversation with you. Okay, if you're gonna be, not going to be respectful, I'm going to hang up and you can put another ticket in. So oh, fair enough. I yeah. like that. Talk to me like I'm a fucking child. Don't appreciate that. <laughs> um, you, you know, you've, got, you've had an interesting path, man. Like for teachers, it's not the same. Like we've had to deal with uh, a lot of, so we, we, we actually don't get paid until the end of our, our, our graduate degree. Mm. So... I was actually doing practicums at different schools and I've had different experiences. And because you're not getting paid, everything is like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Wow, that's such a great idea. Even going back to our old high school, our old stomping ground, shut up, HSC, you know, dealing with some of the teachers there that I've had to, you know, that, that think I still think I'm that year 12 kid that didn't give a shit, which probably yeah. sort of am. Um, <laughs> having to work with my old English teacher, who was the, <laughs> Ms. shout out, Miss Brennan. Uh, thanks for teaching me to read good. Uh, yeah, sure. that was that was real fun. Uh, getting told what to do again after five yeah. years. Um, oh, wow. But now, now you know, I, I did a couple pracs, and then I was actually so lucky in my last year, 20, 2014. So how it worked in Notre Dame is that you, fi I finished my internship term one, twenty fourteen, but I didn't graduate until December twenty fourteen. So I, I could actually work as soon as I finished my degree. Mm. Um, so. As I was starting my first day, I was at this school. The head teacher comes up to me. He's like, hey, who are you? I was like, man, I'm, I'm just a new prac student. Um, my name's Adrian. Nice to meet you. And he's like, do you, are you, look, do you are you looking for a job? I was like, yeah, I mean, if it's up. He's like, do you want to do my job? I was like, you're the head teacher of maths. Are you sure? <laughs> like, I just it's my first day. Mm. And then he's like, I'm going to the World Cup. You want, it to, you want the job? You can have a job. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And he pretty much offered me his, and it's called a block that you do. So I did a block for term two. 
Mm. Um, and he and because he's the head teacher of a tough school, he had the worst classes and a great class. Yeah. Um, but even his top classes were arrogant. So it's just it's just how it is the persona. Um, but the low classes were tough, man. It wasn't about teaching. It was just about those boys managing these kids. Yeah, and managing yeah. the behaviors and the personalities, which was nuts sometimes, man. Nuts. And the, so, how do you look push back? I don't want to say push back, but how do you manage that? Do you let? What do you do? Well, first do of all, first of all, man, you you got to really know your crowds. So with the boys, the boys are. I feel like I've got a connection. Um, mm. So I know. I know that the technique, because I've grown up and so have you, growing yeah. up in Punchbowl and Bankstown, there's a certain way of talking to, to people. Like <laughs> the way we talk to each other, it's different to, let's just say, if we had a group of boys in Lakemba and we, we almost have to, you know, alter our personas to do so. But um, so because of teaching, I've actually got a fair few Adrians that I have to produce. So if I'm teaching like the support unit, mm. there I'm the most firm, like with kids with the higher order needs yeah. i'm so firm like no you're not doing this move back sit down like just crazy just authoritarian just so we can you know have structure and routines but in the case of like someone like oh you're fucked you know you you're fucking terrible i'm like first of all stop this this is not happening you're not going to talk to me like that and i'm not going to appreciate that and you know when a kid's heated like i'm gonna come when they're yeah. heated they want you to react. They yeah. want a reaction. They're going to push the tables and, and everything. Give the yeah. reaction and you'll cop you you you'll get into an altercation. And there's been situations where I've done that. I'm I'm one of those stupid teachers though. Like on the basketball court or playing sport, if a kid beats me, I'll just be like, "What the fuck did you do?" Like I, I need I need to I need to chill. I need to chill. So um but usually I just diagnose the situation. I say, "Stop. We're not doing this now." Um and actually at our school, we've actually got um cuz I moved to a school in Blacktown. At our school, we've actually got a, like a well-being sort of uh, ethos. So the ethos is if you're not yourself or if you're not feeling like yourself, mm. you need to respond to that and you need to take accountability. And you need to, to ground yourself before you come into the classroom. So like if I see some kid walking in red hot, I'll be like, stop. Whatever you're about to do is going to be bad. I need you to go outside. I need you to take a drink of water, go walk, cool down and come back. Sometimes kids never show up. <laughs> they never yeah, come back. I can imagine that. They'll just never, go walk about for the whole back. period. But the good thing is if they never come back, that means they can't ground themselves. They can't mm. figure out that they have no solution to their problem. And at our school, we've got so many sort of things. We've got like stuff like... Uh, you can go see the Aboriginal education officer. You can see the learning support team. And we've got all these different sort of avenues for you, which is which is great. And this is something that I wish we saw in our school. Like, like how many times did you not feel like yourself, but you were told to get over it? Just, you know, man up or, you know, people are doing yeah. it worse than you. Just get over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, that happens a lot. Um, yeah. And it does happen. And a lot of our kids that come out today, they're not resilient. They're not taking accountability. And it's tough. And, you know, you see it, you see it with uh, like a, an 18, 19-year-old going to work. They quickly give up. They, they don't have resilience. They, mm. and, and, you can, and you can see even the music. Look at the music that we're listening to today. The music that's coming out of these, 20, these 21-year-olds, like even people like Khalid, like it's just anxiety-driven, like growing. Yeah, like, like Khalid is just a whiny boy. Well, like just but I do, look, great singer. But I know, but I went, just concert, music. I went yeah. and saw his concert. I went and saw his concert. I was like, "Bro, I'm about to fall asleep." This guy is—he is singing me to death. Like he is—he <laughs> yeah. is fantastic. But it's just the. But remember, art is a reflection of you know the reality or the circumstances, and his reality is a ball of anxiety mm. that he thinks that he is not good enough, and which is an absolute craziness. Yeah, but okay, when I ask like that, people are influenced by it. And it's like, the, it's almost like contagious. Yeah, actually. yeah, like it's a reflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of yeah. reality. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, it's the truth. Like, come happens. on, man. Look, listen to these singers. You listen to these songs of today and you're like, what? And not not that I disrespect it because I'm a big fan of, um, I, I love acknowledging old music, but I do enjoy the new music too, man. Um, but it's 
<laughs> it's it's a killer. It's a it's yeah. it's not bumping. It's not you know B two K. It ain't you ain't gonna hear it in the clubs. Mm. Um, and it, and it honestly seems so disjointed. Like like it's really sad, but it's like super trance. Doof, 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 doof. Like what? Why do we do this? Why do we need to mix <laughs> these things? Yeah, music is a crazy influence. Like look at the people in our grade, for example, who were into like those emo bands. And That's then right. Fringes. The attitude. Fringes yes, yes. Yeah. And just the attitude they carried yeah. from their music. You know what? Um, this brings me to my next point. Mm. I think the greatest, the greatest time, the greatest, the greatest time for music, I'm going to say it was the early 2000s. I got to say it. And I'm With like, and I have to Ja Rule. Ja, man. Nelly. Can we just talk about Nelly? Yeah, like, and yeah. Country Grandma, my first album I ever bought. And I mm. thought that was the hardest shit. Better up. I'm the first to swing. Bro, that, that. But yeah, honestly, when I think about 2002, I think about riding me. That's the mute. That's like the anthem for 2002. I was in year six yes. and it just reminds me of happy times yes. from that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you didn't yeah. know the words and then you, fit, the you realize what yeah. it is. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but there's just such a such a pivotal moment. And then I realized how, like, how much harder it was like in the 90s and the, you know, with, with the amount of rap and influence. I, still, mm. I sort of started to grow, um, but like I, I love the old stuff. I love the new stuff. I've been listening to some old stuff like KRS-One and look at Big Daddy Kane. I just love it. Off the um, the Michael Jordan um, playlist of The Last Stand. Um, but anyway, we're completely going off topic. Um, so working at a school, I'm seeing a lot of kids graduate and like they, the ATAR that they get, it makes me so sad, man. It doesn't equate, like, the effort they put in and then the disappointment they receive. I'm just like, ugh, you poor bastards, man. You tried so hard. But the but the, the, the subjects, Let me stop you there, though. Yeah. Let me stop you there. Um, that only measures book smart, so, okay? Of course. Think about the people that we well, uh, went to school with. Not even book smart, retention. It measures your memory, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. think about the people we went to school with. Yeah. And, like, some of the people that had... Dog shit you AIs. Yeah. They're like the wealthiest people in our grades. You reckon? Yeah. The ones that are doing the trades, air conditioning, builders. Bro, I, I, they're making good money. I didn't know any of these people. <laughs> no, they're making good money, man. Yeah, they're yeah, making yeah, good yeah. money, yeah. yeah. No, Having a white collar job does not mean you make tons of more money than everybody else. Yeah. That doesn't yeah, mean yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is the interesting thing. And the um they were telling us you gotta go to uni, gotta get a degree. Mm. We both I, I walked out of uni with like a thirty five degree debt. 35k yeah 35k and i'm still paying it off Mm. and i got and we got we got friends that are working for the railways the trains and uh all the money that they've made is what they've made they don't owe it back to anyone exactly it's you know so what what do you want but like i think um you know i think we i think we should talk to people and i'd like to know especially with tradies because i get worried with these tradies these pts like can you imagine your body only lasts for so long? I'm not going to say that they're, they're going to, you know, just break, but you do deteriorate, man. Your, your knees, your, your stuff, stuff hurts after a while. And the fact that with my job, the hardest thing is just trying to remember, <laughs> trying to remember stuff and how to do stuff with maths. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just one of those things because I do teach uh, drama as well. Um, mm. So I'm a qualified mathematical dramatic teacher. Um, which is probably not going to help anyone, um, but at least at least I've always got those two things. It makes me a bit versatile in my profession. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you could also put on a production if you want to try to teach maths, like with a musical or something. Can you imagine? Have yeah. you ever tried that? Could you imagine? Have you ever tried that with the Westy <laughs> teenagers in your? Fucking terrible. <laughs> no, that would so bad it works. So bad it works. This yeah. is algebra, algebra, algebra. Do it. That's, that's terrible. Give it a go. Just surprise them one day. Just, Shazam. <laughs> yeah. The ones that are coming into your uh, classroom all red yeah. f- with fury. fury. Like, yeah. oh, fucking Matt's again. Fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Just turn it into a musical, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I, in, when I teach, man, like, a lot of teachers ask me, like, oh, how do you do it like this? How do you do it like that? And the one thing I tell them is that with teaching maths or teaching anything, mm. like, why should they come to you? Like, why not go to Kanal? He's more experienced. Why not go to this teacher? Like, they know more. But they are sitting in front of you and they have no money. Okay? So they're going to a shop and you're trying to sell them something and they have no money for you. Yeah. 
how do you get them to buy it? And why would they buy it from you when that other store is that has better ratings or they prefer the person at that store? So a lot of it is me trying to think of ways to, to, to explain things. And I think that's my favorite thing about teaching is that I like to break down things to the point that anyone can understand it. And I think that's what I try and do. And as you, the problem is, as you move up to advanced mathematics, there's no fucking simple way of doing things. It's not, it's either you know the rule, you've worked up the steps, here it is, good luck. Yeah. yeah, and it, yeah. and you can't even like besides particles moving at an acceleration, you can't really try and um, try and show them the significance, the real world significance, and that's why a lot of kids fucking hate maths. They do like, oh, you know, you never taught us about taxes and shit. We did when you were fourteen. It's in the stage yeah. curriculum. <laughs> but the thing is, like, why at fourteen are they are you being introduced to tax when even at fourteen years old and was it nine months, you don't get taxed. Because yeah. you don't reach the threshold or you don't reach that six or 9,000. Yeah. See, I only learned about tax in economics and that was an elective in year 11 and 12. Yeah, yeah, so Every yeah. other kid in our grade didn't learn about it. But that's the problem. Like, no one cares. No one cares yeah. at 14. Two, I don't use Pythagoras. Did, yeah. <laughs> Bro, leave Pythagoras alone. What's with you and Pythagoras? <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to measure two sides of a triangle, I'm going to measure the third <laughs> side, all right? Like, I don't need to do Pythagoras theorem. Okay, to all right, fair enough. Well, what if it, that's the roof? How are you going to measure it? I'll fucking measure it. I'll, use it. I'll get a measure tape and measure it. What do you want from me? I'll fucking measure it. What about a driveway? A driveway that's not there. A driveway that's not there. Yeah, so you have to start the driveway. I'm not going to start the driveway because that's not my profession. I'll just get the you're people fucking, that make the driveway. You're, fucking fucking, you're a fucking smart ass in year five. Yeah. <laughs> fucking 10 five trying to See, they're using Pythagoras, okay? They yeah, use it every day. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. But that's the thing. Yeah. That's, that's what I try and tell the kids as well. Everything I teach you, you're not going to use. Mm. And I think teachers get in that fucking trap of like, you're going to use this in life and you better, you better be ready. You better, you better make sure you know it. No, no, no. That's the wrong thing to say. What you need to say is stuff like learning a new skill is so important. So I'm going to teach you something and I want to see if you can do it. Learning something is more important. Learning how to do something as a skill is more important than the actual thing you're doing. Because you're willing to give it a go. You, you want to try new things. Because imagine we're caught in a society that refuses to learn. We're fucked. Yeah, yeah, I, c- I, can, I can agree with that. You got, uh, for example, you, got choice, not, bro. you got no one else here. You guys got to agree with me. No, <laughs> look, with a degree, okay? So I minor in economics as well, right? So I don't use a degree, but when it comes to investments, I apply that knowledge. Yeah, that's right. I just, yeah. the, just the, for like the passive income and things. Mm. I do apply it, but for my primary job role, I don't use it at all. Hmm. And to be honest, like the passive income is had made has made me more money than my actual primary job. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. Like you can apply the knowledge to other things, even though the end result of what you learned isn't relevant. That's right, and that's yeah. the, and that's the biggest problem. The, the the bigger issue is if we look at it as a whole, schools have been doing the same thing for forty years, thirty or forty years, maybe fifty years. Yeah. Sit down at the table, teacher in the front tells you what's up. Yeah. In 2021, that person at the front does not know more than Google. Mm. So, you know, teachers are going to become obsolete. And the way we're expecting teachers to know everything, it's not going to work. Teachers almost now are facilitators. They have to try and figure out a way for the student to try and find that information. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's and it is the reality. You can't you can't say that you're right anymore because there are so many ways to do something. You know, even if we're looking at maths or a method or whatever, you know, it's it's just the truth. And why are we doing like you know when I'm teaching now, year seven, year eights, they're like, oh, we got to do 21st century learning. We got to do all this, blah blah blah. And then when they get to year twelve, they're still on a 20th century assessment. It's a contradiction. <laughs> We mm. want new things, but we still test them the old way, which is memory. Okay, if you were to assess them now, how would you do it? It's a very good question, Canal. Yeah, you almost called okay, me. Okay, is, is it still is it still pen and paper, or do you have some other way of doing it? What what I would do would um, that's a you know what you call me off guard, there, Canal. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Well, you know what I would do. Yeah. I would do exactly what the drama course has done. The drama course is so far ahead that they haven't changed since 2004. 
So in drama, year 12, you're expected to do your group project. So you and I and two other people are going to work together and we're going to put on a performance. Okay. Now, whether this is a performance or it could be a presentation, it could be presenting something that we've studied or we've investigated. All right. Now, in that case, we could present it to someone at the end and then we would be judged by these teachers. So that way we're not being assessed by pen and paper. Because we've met so many people that are such better talkers yeah. than they are a pen on paper. Um, but actually, since you brought that up, there's actually a way to skip the HSC. I don't know if you know this. Um, they're actually called portfolios. So some schools, HSC results are so bad or that those kids are not identifying with the theoretical examinations that you can elect to do a portfolio as a school. Okay, so is that for every subject or just yes, every some? subject, every subject. What? So, okay, so, because 50% waiting on HC exams is a lot. Yeah. Okay, and I was very bad with actual written exams. Yeah, I don't, I I don't know if it's 50 anymore, but um, I think it's, uh, so what you get, so you get a moderated assessment, you get the exam result, and then you get the assessment mark. So it, it works in a way where, it's a complicated system, um, but it takes the two marks, mm-hmm. so the raw mark that I give, your HSE result, and then yep. they add them together and divide it by two, and that's your average. Is that how it works now? That's for, well, it's sort of like that. I'd love to get someone from there to actually explain <laughs> it. Um, but, yeah, so if you see it on your, so, you know, on your HSE transcript, you'll yep. have uh, your moderated assessment mark, you'll have your examination result, um, and then you'll get the last column. When you say moderated mark is, wait, wait, so the raw mark that you mentioned, what, what is that? So, so the raw mark is the one that the teacher gives and the teacher does not disclose that to the student. And how do they give you the raw mark? What do you base it on? You base it on your assessment tasks for that year. So that's the same thing that we had. So yeah, we yeah. had like, for example, a 20% weighted exam. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10% yeah, yeah, yeah. for that's, project or whatever. And then your trial would be like your heaviest weighted, which is like 35% yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then the HSC was like 50%. And then they just yeah. got it from there. Yeah, so no. what's a portfolio then? So a portfolio is, and I'm pretty sure those percentages were wrong, but I, I will take that. Uh, it's, it's like <laughs> just 10 years ago. It up. Uh, <laughs> so 12 years ago. Wait, how long ago was that? It's gonna, 13? It's, yeah, it's going to be 13. 14. 14, 14? years. Yeah. 2008 it would come up to 2022 yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's so. a good one it's a good one yeah. <laughs> hey hey we've done well we've done very well um so could have done better but <laughs> no with the portfolios yeah the portfolios are where you take a subject and you pretty much like what we talked about you actually come up with these different elements that you present so instead of doing like a, a test on modern history at the end you would do projects on modern history like a whole portfolio of work for that subject. Right. Okay. And then they would assess you on that. And a lot of schools have been getting better results. Okay. And I'm and, gonna... and universities, yeah. sorry, the better results, the universities allow admission from portfolios. Okay. Yeah. This is where I don't agree with pen and paper. Okay. And I blame the teachers here. Mm, don't blame the listen to listen to this don't story. Fuck, listen to this story. Listen to this story. This I'm going to call Holy Spirit College out on this as well. <laughs> Holy Spirit College, listen to this. Okay. So I had a friend who graduated in 2007. She was the top of a class in studies of religion. Yeah. Unit. Real subject. Okay. Uh, the assessment is exactly the same as the 2008 class. She got. 100% for this um, this written assignment. So I just took that assignment off her and copied it word for word. Plagiarized. And submitted it. Yeah. But listen to this. They did not plagiarized. Yeah. But I got, I got a 60% for that. For word for word copy. How do you explain that? Was it the exact same assessment? Exact same wow. assessment. You know what? What? That to me is a is a questionable system, and it probably shows the unprofessionalism that we've talked about at this school. <laughs> that I think they just grade on the student. Like they look at him, they're like, "Nah, he's not worth one hundred percent." Fuck up. They would. That's, that's, that's what. That's what. That's what. I think that's what happened because I, th- I 
feel like they knew I was an average student. <laughs> and this assignment has to be average as well because it came from this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we can't give you 100. It's just not right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. right. It's not right for Canal to get 100% well, it's on this it's, assignment. It's funny how you called them out, but you were the one that fucking plagiarized. <laughs> I know. But the thing is, but <laughs> I get, look, look, if I got caught out, it, fired, but they didn't know I plagiarized. So yeah. what? how are they assessing that? How are they grading that paper? Yeah, the, the, look, man, can we first of all say, I have questioned a lot of things from that school, <laughs> a lot of things. And with the amount of effort and work I put in, I look at some of those teachers and I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. I call them out, man. Call them out, call them out. Shout Holy out. Spirit College Lakemba. <laughs> Which is naming schools. <laughs> Fucking shit. Last Don't send your kids there. down. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> Mount St. Joseph's Milpera. <laughs> nail everyone. Um, Calling them out. But look, the you'd be shocked at the amount mm. of things that teachers go through. And I wouldn't be surprised, man, if they just, to make their job easier, they just got copied over. Like, to be fair, do you reckon they even read it? Probably not. Or do you reckon that teacher just printed it off and just like copied it for a couple students? And it was easier to say that you would get an average mark because, do you, do you want to know this? What? To explain an average is easier than to explain a high mark or a low mark because the low one you got to justify. The middle's okay. How fucking nuts is that? <laughs> yeah. How fucking and this nuts is what is happened that? in This is what happened in year nine, advanced maths, right? There was two advanced maths classes and they had this question in there. So they weren't advanced. They were the top stream. What do you mean? So like in mathematics, there's like three streams. So it's like 5.3, 5.2, and 5.1. So you were in the 5.3 stream. It was called advanced maths, bro. I don't know. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, <laughs> there was the, yeah, the yeah. you know, the, uh, what, you, what was it called? General maths? Yeah. Yeah, anyways. There was general maths. I was in advanced maths, right? There's two classes. Yeah, but that's in year 12. Yeah, 11, year 12. No, this was year 9 and 10. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're confused. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure we <laughs> had because I remember the teacher I had. That wasn't the teacher I had in year eleven and twelve. Anyways, there was two classes, and, and there was this one question, and everyone got this question wrong, for except his... for me. Okay, everyone got this question wrong except for me. Yeah, I got it right. I don't know how I got it right. I thought I just did the normal working out, and it worked. Like that was the answer, and so. They handed out the papers to everybody and then she handed the paper to me, looked at me, all cranky, and she's like, how did you know the answer to that? All right. She's like, you cheated. I was like, I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Explain the question to me again because I, I faded I remember out. The que- I, don't remember, I don't remember the question. Oh, okay, it was like, right. it, yeah. But it was a question. It was some sort of like um, long division, long division yeah, yeah. kind of question. And... um. Yeah, I got it right. Everyone else got it wrong. And she looked at me as if I had cheated. <laughs> and she's like, how'd you figure it out? I'm like, the working out's there. That's how I figured it out. And then I'm asking her like- What's your problem? What's the right, like how, how do you work it out there? Like what's the, how do you, like in your mind, how do you work it out? And she couldn't give me the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I asked her like, if you don't know the answer to the question, like why'd you put the question in the exam? <laughs> and this is um, Miss Chu, I'm gonna call her out right here as well. Miss Chu. Miss Chu. Okay. Miss Chu? Miss Chu? One of those. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Bro, you stop nailing these teachers. <laughs> the way. Right. Nah, man. They're, they're, they're being dodgy. I'm going to call them out yeah. on it. Okay. If they're placing so much importance on the HSC and all these exams, okay, you got to yeah. be play fair. Yeah, of course. But the thing is, we don't make the exams, but... And look, I know I'm trying to support the teachers, but we don't. Who, the people that make the exams are the ones yeah. that are making money. The same ones that make the NAPLAN tests, they just telling you it's all business, all the business. Because all these questions that they put in it, they're from previous years. They're old questions. No one's making new shit. And then the new shit is terrible. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's, it's the fact and the reality that we, we just keep testing kids. Mm. Fuck, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. There's so many different ways we can test. I can test you speaking verbally, non-verbally. Uh, yeah. Through projects, through you know, th- you know, through thematic teaching, like we can do anything. Like, but why do we just keep doing the same thing? Like drama has done performance, but in drama you can do performance video, uh, you can do staging, you can do lighting design, you can do a whole, uh, I think managing a whole portfolio. I think you can do that too. You can also mm. do screen production. 
Like it, these these subjects were so far ahead, so far ahead. Like, why do, should I be tested on maths? Why not? Couldn't I? Why couldn't I just get a whole topic and complete an entire presentation on each way and how to do that? Like that that could help too. But look, it's it's just one of those things. It's almost like we're used to it as a society, and now we should expect it. We should continuously expect it and expect it. Teachers go home, they mark. Teachers do lessons, they teach. Students learn. The same cycle. And it's it's it doesn't work anymore because people are kids are not are not there. All of a sudden, I need to look at you as the teacher in front of me. But my phone is more HD quality than you are. Like I've got yeah. better. Like I got this high resolution screen looking at me, and I just want to look at it. And oh my god, look at that! Another social media platform that has nothing to do with my life, but I'm gonna get on it and do stupid shit. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just. A, what do you do? What do you do, man? It is what it is. So, what do we do? We, you reckon we should just interview people? Yeah, because um, I feel like a lot of people would have um, like us, would not have done great, but we turned out okay. Well, that's that's very nice. Um, yeah, I think we turned that okay at the end, th- and uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure like everyone else, be, not everyone else, but a lot of people. It'd be good to talk to other people and path. find out how their journey was. Yeah, see what was exactly. Like. Yeah. yeah, the uh, I think we're going to be so <laughs> we're going to be shocked. I I really hope we interview some dead shits. Just like yeah, you know, nothing, got nothing, still nothing. Chose <laughs> you know, a bad life. Hey man, dude. There's people driving AMGs that got shit HSC results. That's so right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the know? truth. That's the truth. They're, yeah. They're getting their fancy marriages, their weddings, their their yeah. big houses. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's almost like we should ask them. Like, you know, do do you think yourself, Canal, would you ever change anything if you could do it About, differently? If you could go back. If I go back, I'd buy a whole heap of Bitcoin. But um, no. <laughs> you wouldn't change the thing. No, I wouldn't change the thing. No. Yeah. I would. I'd fucking do some work, get off my ass, do some shit. No, I wouldn't change anything. I'm, I'm pretty happy with my life. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree with you. It's. It's almost like these different sort of avenues and these 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 journey. The the whole journey helped us become more resilient, mm. um, and, and helped us actually figure out what we wanted. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's we can only hope that uh, it's gonna continue to get better, and we're pretty fortunate. We're fortunate. We had. Uh, parents who love us we had you yep. know houses you know so we're lucky one of the lucky ones man and people are not born into that sometimes that's very true and we, that's very and true we have to be thankful we try to be or we could just get on a podcast and say shit fuck balls and shit and, you know, yeah and call out the high school yeah so. fuck you yeah. bitch <laughs> 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 fucking teachers hate you yeah hopefully we get some uh, teachers on here man we'll get we'll get them yeah to get, get their perspective yeah, yeah. It's always great Good talking to teachers on my days off. Mm. Fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Well, what do we right. what do we finish on? Do we finish on with a top five? Do you got a top five? Top five what? Uh, okay, let's see. Okay. Top five uh broke uni student meals. Oh. Wow. That's interesting. Mm. Um hang on. Am I eating at home? Or am I yeah, eating, you're eating at home? You're eating at home. All right, well, in no particular order, I guess we both have to shout out Migurang. You know what? I only just tried Migurang for the first time like two months ago. So like every free chance I'm getting now, I'm eating Migurang. Two months. But if that's actually something I would have done differently if I had known about Migurang in 2008, I would have <laughs> that, been eating all the time. That's a big difference. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> difference. I would have spent more time eating Migurang. That's that's what it is. That's the one thing I changed. Wait, is it the spicy Migurang or just the regular? Yeah, Migurang? spicy. The um the one with the red and white pack. You ever had it with an egg? I never had it with an egg. No, I see it on the I on see the it on the cover yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but I've never like tried some, it. I, like some chicken pieces as well. They go hectic. Yeah, right? that's too much work. It is. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. it is. You know what I figured out as well, and I know we're still getting off topic, but if you cut the ends of the sauce packets and then you put the um, the lid on top of the pot, you never yeah. have to touch this, and then you slide out the the oil. Your fingers yeah. never get sticky or oily or whatever. Did you know that? No. Did you fucking know that? Those I don't even know what you mean. Okay. So do it. <laughs> so you, you know the little packet. Yeah. So that little packet with oil dripping and stuff. Right, yeah. You know how it's like sometimes you get so much caught up in there? Yeah. So what I do is I cut the ends of it and then I put it on, on the edge of the, of the pan 
right. and then with the lid, I close it with it still oh, on. Oh, you clamp it you down. You clamp it down, and then you just move the sachet out. Oh. Bro. Game changer. But Game see, I, changer. I, I make it in the microwave, though. No, no. What, what the fuck? Yeah, like you put it in a container, you put the block of noodles in a container with water what and just cook the, the microwave for four minutes. You're a grown man. You don't microwave noodles. What's wrong with you? You're a fucking I like it. I like it a bit chewy, though. I like the chewiness when it's not like a little bit undercooked. Packet, then, you psychopath. A little bit undercooked. All right, all right yeah. second meal. What do you got? Okay. Um, hot dogs, like just cheap Frankfurts from Willie's, hot dog buns and mm. tomato sauce. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I was going to go frozen foods. Um, I think a big one for me was just the old... The old bread and butter and <laughs> just get a bread roll, get butter and uh, live that you life. You put potato chips in there as well? No, no, no. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Okay. Oh, man. I got a funny story of that. Um, <laughs> I <got a> f- <laughs> uh, so in school, um, I was teaching one of my year 11 classes and it was just a bunch of boys and I was and they were talking about broke food. Like what's right. the like what's a broke food that you guys had? Like, so what, basically what we're talking about well, right yeah, now. Yeah, what's okay. a poor yeah, food? Yeah. Yeah, and then one of the kids in the class was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, migarang, yeah, whatever this." One of the boys said, "Have you ever had an ice cream sandwich?" And I was like, "Yeah, bro, like a Monaco bar or Maxi Bon, like yeah, we've had one." And he's like, "Nah, nah, bro, I'm talking two pieces of bread and ice cream." <laughs> he was it's like Wonder White. And he was looking at me. And the class was looking at him and we were all like, <laughs> what? And then he was like, so you never had that? I was like, bro, I've been poor, but I ain't never been that poor. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never been that poor. That's, a, that's, a, that's a just too Yeah, that's, <laughs> he, that's too much. He made us laugh so much. Um, um, but what's another one? Uh, so we would get like the deli the deli meats, like you go get salami for a dollar or whatever and yeah. um, just slap it on there. That was a big one yeah. in my household. Mm. Yeah. There was sometimes where I was like on this stupid diet where I was I was like limiting my fats like to like ten grams. This one was heaps of weight in year eleven. Anyways, for lunch I just took two slices of bread, just dry bread. <laughs> yeah, well, Canal's also I don't, for for people who don't know, he did love it, the old diet. Uh, Canal also used to eat uh, wheat bix and tuna. Yeah, there's even one time I used to blend it in a Nutribullet and just drink it. You fucking psycho, man! Look at you, look at you. Because I hate the taste of it. (laughs) (laughs) Psycho. Hey, man, he's done well for himself, though. You lost a heap away, didn't you? Oh yeah, I was a fat kid. I was in in year ten. I was what eighty three kilos, and then when I started year eleven, I was sixty three kilos. Like in those couple of months, I just dropped it. Big, it's big. Man, what's another poor food? Um, Besides the noodles, which seems to be the Maggie. four and twenty pies, just meat pies. pies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your party yeah. back sausage rolls. Mm, yeah, 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 it's crazy. F- and cocoa pops, fish fingers. Yeah, Burr. fish fingers. I remember cereal. Cereal was crazy. Yeah, cereal's yeah, a good time. Cocoa pops. Hey, cocoa pops. This is this is a good time just reminiscing about food. Yeah, yeah. I'd have it at eleven p.m. at night. Bro, that's craziness. Yeah, craziness. Great. You know what was crazy? The fact that I could digest dairy and now I can't. So, I don't know what's going on there, man. So, you just don't have ice cream anymore? Just you can't have that ice cream sandwich. No, nah, I don't have fucking ice cream. Can you imagine taking two loaves of bread out, scooping out ice cream? On this so, thing? what? Is it Helgus? I don't know what it is. Like, I looked at the kid and the kid was like, you never tried it? And looking at that, like, you never tried it? And we're like, no, man, that's not no. a thing. How the fuck are you gonna eat that? It's gonna be dripping in your hands. Oh man! Do you know what? I can imagine it tasting good with the brioche bun, though. Not like a Wonder White, but brioche bun would be alright. We're getting into deep fried ice cream territory here, but like just the. the, I've told that story so many times, and I just laugh every time. I don't know why. I don't know. It is pretty absurd. Yeah, dude, kills me, kills me. Yeah, but look, I think what we need to do, I think we need to talk to people. We find out and we see what's up. Yeah. See if this yeah, uni, let's explore. See if these uni degrees are actually worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a question right there. It's a question. Because in my case, it really, I don't think it was. Yeah, well, yeah. they feel like we just needed it for the paper. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, just to tell the extended relatives that I've got a degree. <laughs> that, you're not, <laughs> that you're not a doctor. <laughs> yeah. By the way, everyone can ask yeah. uh, Indian Fijian, so it yeah. was either doctor, lawyer, or. Uh, what was the other one? Yeah. Doctor, lawyer, or uh, engineer. engineer? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. That's stupid. So rebellious. 
You went into marketing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're an embarrassment. <laughs> so rebellious. <laughs> but I'm sure your brother did the same thing, right? No, he's an engineer. Oh, well, yeah. well, at least one of you. <laughs> at least one of That's good. Yeah. yeah. He was the obedient one. Ah, that's good. Good Good yeah. to rebel. Good to rebel. <laughs> All righty. So next week, we're going to have a guest on, explore what he's done. And uh, yeah. See what we'll, happens. Uh, yeah. If, you, if you're interested, then you better be interested. come and join and listen. We, wanna, we want you to listen because if you don't, we'll beat you. No, we won't beat you. I don't think, don't think we can. Because we don't know who you are. If we knew who you are, though. Yeah, if we knew where you lived, <laughs> we would offer you our assistance and tell you that we appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. So call up. We're not that quarter sort of station, but call up for sure. No, it's it's, it's going to be on streaming platforms. There's no calling. <laughs> just just click. <laughs> yeah, true. Don't call. We've got nothing for you. We haven't got a number. Yeah, true. Hey. No. That's, that's the life. Life is what it is. It's one. It's getting harder to end these podcasts. Hey, we should have really. I know. I, I'm just gonna hit the stop button. We really, stop we recording. Should really learn how to. Yes. How to do these. You things. know what? Peace. Yeah. Three, two, one. Goodbye. Bye.